2: Welcome to another fabulous episode of Cisco Champions Radio. This is season three, episode 26. We've got Cisco Cloud Center. And with us today, Cisco SME, um, Dave Goldman. Dave, do you want to give us a high level of who are you? What do you do?
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, Thanks. Uh, Yeah, my name is Dave Goldman. I'm based in San Diego. I'm a uh, Cisco TSA, technical solutions architect. And I uh, joined Cisco a few months back with the Clicker acquisition, so have been uh, working with Cloud Center for a while. Come from uh, a background of cloud and DevOps.
2: Awesome. Brad, can you give us a quick um, overview? Who are you? What do you do? Yes. Hi, everyone. It's Brad Haynes speaking. Um based out of the Toronto, Canada area. I work for Global Knowledge, which is a, a Cisco learning partner. Thank Fantastic. You. Eric, would you like to give us an overview? Who are you? What do you do? You might be on mute.
0: See, nobody wants to listen to me anyway. Uh, Good morning, everyone. My name is Eric Perkins. I'm a solutions architect with Ironbow. We are a near-billion-dollar VAR stationed out of uh, Chantilly, Virginia. And my personal specialty is data center and cloud.
2: Fantastic. Okay, Dave, a super-high 30,000-foot level, (laughs) what is cloud? Cloud center
1: all right yeah so so Cloud Center is a application centric cloud management platform that helps you deploy, manage model your applications and deploy them across any cloud through a single interface, basically as high as high level as you get,
2: <laughs> all right.
1: But right
2: call it an application-centric cloud management platform, but the key yes. word is hybrid. So could you talk a bit about the hybrid component of the product and how you can work with different vendors' solutions to kind of glue everything together? And maybe yes. at a higher level, how you would do a, a model, deploy, and manage of those other ones?
1: Yeah, so... So, application-centric and, and hybrid, right? So, we talk about any application, any cloud, one platform. That's, that's kind of how we talk at a high level about Cloud Center. And so, when we're talking about applications and application-centric, what we're talking about full application stacks uh, where you can have multi-VM, multi-tier applications, they can be simple applications that are just VMs. We just want a Windows VM or a Linux VM. And we can deploy, we can take those models, we can create cloud agnostic models and move them to any cloud that we support. So, that's kind of the hybrid approach that we take. So, I model an application stack and I want to deploy it into my data center today and next week to public cloud. And so, that cloud agnostic model can be used to deploy anywhere. Um, I should also add that we, we take a very liberal approach to cloud, and I've gotten into some <laughs> arguments with people about it, but to, to cloud center, a cloud can be public cloud. It could be a private cloud. It could be a virtual data center, just OpenStack or VMware or Azure Pack. It's not ne- not only public cloud.
2: Eric, if I like do a bit of a handoff to you. In, in your experience in, uh, in cloud and data center. Uh, you've got anything specific for Dave as far as anything you might be working on or what you're hearing from your peers?
0: Sure. So, one of the the killer apps, so to speak, or one of the uh, the 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 high traction discussions that are really going on in the marketplace as it pertains to cloud and data center is the integration of private clouds and public clouds. You know, we call it whether you want to call that a hybrid or whether you want to call that a DR scenario or something along those lines. So how does how does the cloud center answer the ability to move workloads across, you know, ba- ba- live migration, mind you, between, mm-hmm. you know, public and private clouds?
1: Yeah, so so Cloud Center has migration capabilities. Live migration is is interesting. I talk to customers a lot about this, and it it sounds great. I've got a VM running internally in VMware, and I want to move it to Amazon or Azure and uh, just have it run. And and Cloud Center takes a kind of a different approach to migration. We don't move VMs. We we redeploy. So you have a cloud-agnostic model, so that means that I can click a button and deploy my, my application stack to any of the clouds. And so, rather than move what's running, we redeploy and orchestrate the migration. If there's any data migration that needs to be done, we'll help with that. We'll tie in with third-party tools that do that data migration. But when you start to talk about moving a VM, there's a lot of, a lot of issues with that that I've seen. One is typically, you know, if you're moving, say, from VMware to Amazon, you've got to convert an OVA to an AMI. And there are tools out there and Cisco's had some tools, Clicker had some tools to try to do that, but it's very limited because you don't know what's running and, and it doesn't work in all situations. And the other thing I found was, you know, you're moving hundreds of gig of data, potentially terabytes of data, that's going to take some time. So I click a button and I start to move a VM and maybe a few days or a week later it's moved. So The the approach we've taken to redeploy makes it very quick, I just click a button, the workload is is shut down in one cloud and stood up in another cloud and we can start using it right away. And
2: and, and Dave, as far as working with those different infrastructures like uh, AWS, VM, um, is there integrated environments that come with
1: uh, Cloud Center? Um, what do you mean by integrated environments?
2: Well I'm just looking at um uh looking at the, the product data sheets and they
1: say mm-hmm. that
2: Cloud Center provides pre installed support uh, for environments and it goes through in listings like UCS director and VMware mm-hmm. Center, um private yeah. cloud, it follows things like Azure Pack and
1: Sure. Yeah, so so we support I think it's a, around nineteen different cloud environments today. So There there are two two components to Cloud Center that allow us to do that to support a wide breadth of of clouds and and what we mean is, so there's a Cloud Center manager that you use for your main kind of UI interface databases, all part of the manager, um, where you define these models, these cloud agnostic models. And then there's a, a component called the Cloud Center Orchestrator. And the orchestrator understands the APIs of each of those cloud environments so that when I say I need to deploy five Linux VMs, one's a database, one's running Tomcat, you know, one's a load balancer, whatever those have, we know how to deploy, Cloud Center knows how to deploy those images into that cloud through the cloud's APIs. And that's, I think, what we mean by those integrated environments is you know, what we're deploying to, you don't have to have the knowledge. You don't know how. need to know the cloud-specific APIs. That's all taken care of through the Cloud Orchestrator. So I, I want to deploy out to Amazon. We talk to Amazon. We get an AMI and we deploy out a VM there, and then we load up a service, say, Tomcat or or what have you on there. Then we load the application into that service, and all of that is done through the cloud APIs, you don't have to worry about it and whether it's, you know, say uh, OpenStack or VMware, Azure Pack, UCSD you mentioned, that's, that's a cloud to us because it's just a, a, an API where we're deploying out infrastructure. That.
0: So yep. in that vein, because we have, you know, we've had a couple of major announcements over the last few days, particularly in the, um, with a couple of competitors, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And um, what is the, you know, what is the uh, Cloud Center response or what is the Cloud Center like answer to those announcements?
1: Uh, which announcements?
0: Can... So specifically the the very tightly coupled integration with vSphere and AWS.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've seen a little bit of that. I don't know, you know, what the official uh, Cisco response is to that. I haven't seen an official response at all. But uh, from what I've seen of that, I mean, it's it's still talking about VMs. I think one of the the keys to what Cloud Center does is it's that application-centric capability, understanding all the components within your application topology, how they interact being able to pass information between those so that when you deploy out your application, you get a link, you can go right to your application, everything running. Um, I haven't used tools from, from some of those, you know, uh, specifically, but I've, I've talked with customers who are moving from competitive tools, and that's one of the things I find is the key here is, you know, they say, okay, great, I've got this model in this other tool and I can deploy out a bunch of VMs and I can get to those VMs and then I can configure them, but I have to still go in and configure that last mile, that, that application piece, um, whereas with Cloud Center, you can automate that entire process and, and there's awareness between the different tiers in your model, uh, which I think is the key to that. Um, being able to move VMs, I think I, I talked about, it, it sounds great. I've talked to customers who've tried to do it. But the, the time it takes to move VMs between different cloud environments or from on-prem into the cloud, uh, though some of the limitations, I think, with some of those, you know, one of the things that's probably going to help is, you know, they're going to run ESXi in Amazon, so you don't have to worry about maybe converting from an OVA to an AMI, but you still have to move that data across the wire, which could take a while. So, um, you know. We we still have capabilities to help solve the problem of moving workloads, but the reality I see is that while it sounds great, I don't see in practice it being done very often.
0: So one of the key one of the you know key points that they that competitors keep pointing to about this is that the ability for policies that are wrapped around uh, workloads to follow the workloads as they get migrated back and forth, whether they get migrated within the environment. Or whether they mm-hmm. get migrated to public clouds, private clouds, your know, DR sites, whatever it might be,
1: mm-hmm. does
0: Cloud Center also provide the ability to do that with the ACI EPGs and contracts?
1: Yeah. So uh, you know, so ACI is just in the data center right now. I, I don't see any capabilities. And and I, I should probably point out here um, that I'm a, I'm a dev guy. I come from a development background. Uh, talking about networking, I've, I've learned quite a bit since being part of Cisco. Um, as in terms of, you know, underlying network capabilities and that, I always joke, I say, you know, I know if you give me an IP address, what to do with it, but that's about it from a networking point of view. So probably, I'm probably not the best person to talk about the underlying network and policies and how you would uh, handle that across the different cloud environments. But what, you know, in the data center, we have integrations with ACI, so we can manage, you know, uh, bridge domains and EPGs and contracts and the filters, and, and that all gets set up based on a, a model that you create that is basically cloud-agnostic. So if I deploy that to, um, by deploying the VMware through into an ACI model and on-prem in VMware OpenStack, We set up all that underlying networking for you. If I deploy into Amazon, Cloud Center sets up the security groups. And what you're defining in the model is just, I need port 80 open for my web server. I need port 3306 open for MySQL. I need port X open for for service Y. And Cloud Center, that that, um, orchestrator piece that understands the different clouds, the orchestrator for Amazon knows how to set up the security groups to control that. The orchestrator for VMware knows how to set up uh the the uh ACI components in VMware. So all of that depending on the cloud, the, the cloud, um the orchestrator for that cloud knows how to set up those policies. So we're we're I think maybe that's what you're asking and, and that answers your question, that level?
0: Yeah, I yeah. think so, to the most part. It's the um you know, it's going to be that integration into ACI and the policies that it create within ACI, or, or regardless of how they're ingested into Cloud Center or whether it's UCS Director or something along those lines, being able to yeah. transmit that policy without having to completely
1: rewrite them for a new environment is going to make this thing usable. Right. And and that's really, I mean, from a, from a Cloud Center perspective, all we want to know is, you know, for the different application tiers, what ports you need and everything else gets translated to the cloud specifically.
2: So it sounds to me like that's a, a major advantage of, of Cloud Center. You don't have to get into the weeds with the technology of of the specific cloud vendor. You can let uh, the orchestrator handle that on your behalf.
1: Right. It's 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 really. I mean, it's this. Uh, I've mentioned a few times that you create a cloud agnostic model. Right. So you model your application once, and then you deploy and manage it to any of the environments Cloud Center supports. And, and much of that from the application perspective is hidden from the end user.
2: Okay. So, um, we can't talk about um, roadmaps um, on this particular discussion, but can you kind of walk us through your, your time at Clicker and then over <laughs> with Cisco and any of the changes that, that you've seen uh, during that time? And, and have you had like a, a wow moment that maybe you could talk to us about? <laughs>
1: A a wow moment. Well, I I can say, you know, there's been a lot of change. You know, I've been at, uh, it's getting close to two years now since I started at Clicker. Um, And you know, I've seen, you know, changes in terms of new clouds being supported. I've seen changes in terms, we've just recently released our 4.6 version and a lot of new UI changes there. Uh, So, uh, integrations with with some of the other tools I've seen, ACI and and UCSD from Cisco, we've also integrated with other third-party tools and uh, um, and a lot. So there's been a a lot of, you know, we're constantly adding capabilities and features. I think one of the the things that, um, you know, we've always been very customer-focused as Clicker, you know getting feedback and getting features from our customers and adding those into the the product and, and I've seen, you know, while I don't know, you know, if the processors are easier or not as we're part of Cisco, I've still seen that same, you know, interest from the from the product manager and, and the engineers to understand what the, the, the end user, what the customers want and, and see how we can support that in the product. So I think from that perspective is great. Um, Take a wow moment. Um, I guess you know the the thing that that got me when I first started at Clicker. So I came from a, a company that uh, that provided a public cloud environment, and it was very um, you know uh, focused. had had some great capabilities. But one of the things I heard a lot about was, hey, can I run that in my data center? Can I support other clouds as well? Amazon, Azure, Google. Heard those all the time, and. You know, we were our own cloud environment, and so really the main support was for our our cloud. And, you know, no different than if you go to Amazon, Amazon's capabilities are all centered around their services and their support because they want you using their cloud. And when I started uh, hearing about Clicker and, and Cloud Center, I think the thing that really kind of attracted me and, and got me going, you know, and interested with it was the ability to support any cloud because because customers, that's what they wanted. That's what they kept asking. We don't want to be locked in to a single cloud. We don't want to, we want to run in our data center as well. We want to manage that as well. And, and that's what Cloud Center gave. And uh, so I think, you know, that's really what, when I started to hear about Cloud Center and and became part of Clicker, that was really what kind of interested me and, and attracted me to the product, was that ability to, to support every cloud and, and, and on-prem data center as well.
2: And it's probably as simple as that, and, and this stuff works. So yeah. that in, in itself is the wow moment.
1: Mm-hmm yeah and and it works and and there's great value and when and when we you know we talk about customers and what they've been doing and and how they can manage and how can how they can spin up you know full application stacks quickly um with with you know just you know all for the click of a button i mean that's that's where the name clicker came from. everybody always asks that you know you have to have the interesting spelling, but it was really about click a button and deploy your application and so uh you know yeah.
2: That's great. Now you did mention four point six. Um, I do have in front of me just a, a bullet list of some of the feature functionalities. But is there some that you want to just highlight for us?
1: You know, the, the things that, that have really that, from my perspective, is, is are the UI changes. So we've we've made the the deployment uh, capabilities and the ability to 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 create what we call deployment environments much easier through the UI. And we've given much better control in what you expose to the end user. So we we always talk about Cloud Center as, you know, easy button. Click a button and anyone, developer, business user, can deploy an application. But to me, the key there is we also have governance capabilities to control that end user, right? You know, most of the time when I'm talking to IT side of the house, they don't want to give a button to a developer who's going to potentially click out. and and get 10 VMs in that click of a button and then they do it 10 times and now all of a sudden you got 100 VMs out there. So they really want that control and and Cloud Center gives that. And the new UI makes it easy to to set that up, to set up a, a deployment environment which defines what clouds can be used by an end user and what settings within that cloud. If I'm deploying to my my on-prem VMware environment, maybe I need, want to set up, you know, exactly which data center and which clusters and which networks can be used. And maybe I want to lock that down and only give them the ability to deploy out a VM that has one CPU and two gig of memory for development and eight CPU, 32 gig of memory for production. And we've always had those controls in there, but the new UI makes that stuff just real easy out of the box, and and that's really a key key piece. And and what's really got me, um, you know, going with four six.
2: So I, I guess the next thing is is um, did some reading on this, and I think it's available in what I would call two different deliveries. One is a, like a, an as a service, and the other
1: is a, an on site application. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, it, with with Clicker, we, we provided both of those. We we provided Cloud center as a SaaS and then as an on-prem deployment um, as part of the acquisition. And, and we've we've dropped SaaS uh, SaaS support, so we only support it as a de- dedicated installation. Um, I'm not I, that didn't concern me at all when I heard that. I, I don't think I had any customers using the SaaS. It sounds great. Use the SaaS. Um, but the 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 reality is that when you're when you're controlling your resources, you want it a little bit more um, you want a, a little bit more control over that environment, right? I, I don't want to have to open up ports from a SaaS into my data center to control my on-prem resources. Uh, I tunnel from my data center to my public cloud over a VPN connection, so I don't have things exposed with public IPs. And so, because of that, most customers wanted to have the management in dedicated installation. I think we only had a few customers using the SaaS. So with Cisco, it's it's only uh, available as a dedicated deployment. It's easy to install. It's it's a a management VM, and you can set that up in HA uh, configuration. You can set it up with an external database or, or same database, and then you have orchestrators on each of the cloud environments, and you have control. And you have that control. You, you maintain the um, the firewall, that that uh, wall around everything, and you have better control over upgrade process and and other other configuration items that you might want to put into uh, or conf- I, that configuration of the the manager so it, it that's that's what we have today
2: we do have a a question that came in from from Lauren I'm um, just wondering about uh, in- interesting deployments of of cloud centers so I guess is there like a common deployment everybody looks at this as a single pane of glass and there's a virtual mm-hmm. environment have you got something maybe you can talk about and that I didn't know that our application could do this and was being Pushed to its limits.
1: Oh, interesting deployments. Uh, well, I, I think one of the use cases we like to talk about, um, you know, so uh, one of our largest customers. I don't know if I'm. I can use customer names or when. So I'm going to try to and spell to, it. What's that? It could I can spell be- it. <laughs> But um, one of the things that Cloud Center does is it helps with horizontal scaling of application tiers and web tiers and that. And one of our largest customers is a, a, the television type of customer. They they provide uh, uh, those services. And so they had pay-per-view going on. And, and as the pay-per-view event was getting closer, and this is when they first started using it, um, and so, it was a real big win for us right away is, is they needed to spin up. So, as the pay-per-view got closer and closer, more and more people were signing up and more and more people were they were planning to watch the, the event. And so, Cloud Center was used to spin up more and more back-end servers to handle that load. And so, uh, the, we have capabilities in Cloud Center to manage that horizontal scaling even on-prem and in your on-prem environments. Uh, even though some of the public clouds give you that out of the box, we can do it across all your cloud environments in a, in a standard way, in a cloud-agnostic way. So they were able to spin up at servers as they needed, either manually go and click a button and add 10 web servers to my web tier, or it can also be automated, where we're monitoring load on the systems and spinning up, you know, either based on CPU memory, disk usage. It could also be time-based. Hey, we want to spin up at 8 a.m. When, when all our users get online and we'll spin it down at 5 p.m. to save cost. So so that's probably an interesting deployment when I talk a bit about, you know, about how how you can use Cloud Center to, to spin up and, and manage those workloads.
2: We do have another question. If someone wants to, to kick the tires on this, is there a demo license that's
1: available? Uh, so. We don't have, we, we, we can do uh, proof of concepts uh, on-site. Uh, most of the time, we we're, we're do it through the dCloud environment, so I don't know if everybody's familiar with that, but there is a Cloud Center, in, there are two actually installations in dCloud. Uh, in one is already fully installed, ready to use, and one environment gives you the underlying infrastructure for you to install the Cloud Center Manager and Orchestrator to kind of walk through that. Both are available on dCloud. That's what I typically use to get customers hands-on. It gives you the full product in there. Um, it is tied in with some of the other Cisco products or, you, you know, you, which you can use or not as you need. But you can define your own application models. You can actually connect out to bring down application artifacts if you, need, you know, have a, a Java app and you want to download your WAR file into your Java app running in dCloud. You can do that. or, or uh, whatever underlying uh, services you want to use. So that's probably the best way to try it out is through dCloud. I think you can just log in there and, uh, and uh, set it up and, and request it. Uh, like I said, we have, uh, we have licenses uh, for proof of concepts that we can do uh, with you. Um, and uh, uh, I think we also have like uh, NFR licenses for partners. That are substantially reduced cost.
2: Okay, that sounds good. And I guess just as a an LOL on our chat group, we we got uh, Blake asking if there's free license for Champions.
1: <laughs> definitely
2: uh, in the D Cloud. I did have a look at that. It doesn't really help end customers, but I think if they sure. with their um, their integration partner and maybe flow mm-hmm. through one of those demos on D Cloud, it, there's a lot of good value and knowledge transfer that you can get from that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think you could you could learn a lot on dCloud. I mean one of the one of the things about Cloud Center is, you know, because you're building a model that can deploy anywhere, you don't necessarily have to try it out in a specific cloud or, or environment. And I think today dCloud does have OpenStack and VMware configured. Uh they're looking at ways to connect it up to your your public cloud accounts if you have one. I don't believe that's available today. But it it shouldn't matter because the whole point is to see how you can create cloud agnostic models. And whether you're doing it in your own environment or through dCloud, you're going to get get a good sense of how you do that.
2: Now, have you seen any what I'll call funky applications people have used this for, for maybe like um, an accounting tool, per se, or any special reports that you might want to highlight for us?
1: Yeah, so, uh, you know, I, while well, I don't think that's probably a main driver of Cloud Center, we we certainly have a lot of people ask about chargeback, showback. Uh, some people call it chainback. <laughs> How much, you know, are you spending out there? And so Cloud Center has uh, reporting capabilities. It, it reports on, you know, costs, and, and those costs from the public cloud come from the public cloud APIs, right? In Amazon, you get a, a C3 large, and it costs so much Per hour, so we can show you how much those costs are, are, are um, being uh, racked up by your end users. But we can also create that cost model uh, for uh, for internal cloud. So you can in Cloud Center specify how much. You know, you, you basically create that same instance type model where I may have small, medium, large instance types that I've defined. How much CPU, memory, disk? How much do they cost per hour? I want five cents an hour for my smalls. an hour for a large. You can also put uh, chargeback information into how much our services and and applications cost. So if you have to track costs for licensing and that, and all that gets rolled up into reporting where you can then see costs based on a user, based on an application, based on a cloud, based on cloud region, uh, all, all types of filters. So a lot of different reporting capabilities that are in there. So that you can track and see all that's being done within your environment.
2: And just to summarize, um, anybody that wants information on this, uh, my understanding is if you go to tripledub.cisco.com/slash-go/slash-cloud-center, uh, 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 <laughs> and fellow Canadians, that's an er at the end for center. Ha. <laughs> so, Lauren, I think that's about it. We're wrapping up the uh, day. Does anyone have further questions before we um, do some final wrap-up?
1: Yeah, and I think I saw something on the chat about videos, and I do know there are some videos out there. I think you can search Cloud Center um, on YouTube. There may be some. I I know there's, like, videos at Cisco.com. There are some videos there as well. Awesome. Well, um,
2: thank you, um, Eric and Brad, for being asking some awesome questions and thank you Dave for being on this call and I will wrap up and I'll see you all on next week's episode of Good Champions Radio